in this episode. Yeah, the movie ends, and I'm like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Is this what I've become? <laughs> I could have been doing crack. I, like, literally anything <laughs> but this would have been a better use of my time. Welcome. You're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, episode 23, part one. With Jason Brandt, bad movies, marketing, and virtual reality. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Jeremiah Bannister. And I'm Chad Lutsky. And you're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, part of the Project Entertainment Network. We have an amazing show, Chad. And uh, we even have a special guest, dude. We do. We have Mr. Jason Brandt. Jason is one of the co-hosts of uh, Final Guys Podcast, as well as the YouTube channel, So Bad It's Good. Well, I guess the channel technically is called Jason Brandt, but the, the show on there, the hilarious show, So Bad It's Good. Uh, in between drinking beer, obsessing over aspect ratios, and uh, trying to figure <laughs> out why he can't remember movies he's seen, he also writes books. Some of his books include the Asher Benson series, the Hunger series, the West of Hell series, and a few standalones. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, Jason. Come tomorrow. I hope you remember our time together. <laughs> I knew you didn't drink, so I didn't start drinking until right now. Okay. <laughs> On a Friday, that is impressive for me. All right. Congratulations. Thanks. I got to say, man, One before we even talk anything really serious, because we get really serious on this show, man. But yeah, uh, the, the colors, <laughs> we do, we do. Uh, no, but the colors behind you, man. I was actually telling Chad, he shared some, some uh, videos and said, hey, you got to watch this, you know, before the show. And I, I said, the first thing, man, I noticed right away is I said, the lighting. So the lighting is like super awesome. And I'm looking behind you and you got that nice blue glow back there. And then it turned green. And I thought, oh, dude, yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Thanks. There's just some lights behind my couch, but it actually annoys me the way it like hits this wall over here. So I'm probably going to redo it soon. But well, it thanks. looks cool. Yeah. It, it gives like a mystical thing, dude. Like you're some kind of magi or something you know? <laughs> like a, yeah. you're a sage and now it's going dark and everything else i have it too i have the i have a some light behind me but one of them if i have it on where it's changing colors it changes mm -hmm. in front it like bounces off the wall and it will brighten my face and then it goes really dark and it's super confusing <laughs> when you're doing it live you're like what's happening did a light go out and i kept wondering if my lighting in front of me was going out man but i just i i noticed it i know it's a little off topic but i thought man it looks awesome man thanks yeah, yeah, it is cool. I've got the same kind of lights. They're like uh, I can't remember what they're like a strip of LED lights, but they go around my uh, desk. So, which is kind of a bummer because when I film, like my desk is in front of me, I never, you know, get to see any of that. And yeah, I, I have me. LED strings. I have a bookshelf that goes around my ceiling that you can't see, but I've got an LED strip behind them that makes it look pretty cool. But that's what can't I wanted to do it. too. That's, yeah, it's, awesome. I did it myself, so it kind of looks like crap, but the idea was cool. <laughs> well, it's not it's not hard to do if you uh, if you hide the lights. Like you know, you don't want to look right at them, and them things hurt. Yeah, you know, hide them behind some kind of uh, you know strip of molding or mm -hmm. lip of some sort. But yeah, they do look cool. You know, for those who haven't been watching uh, Final Guys, and I mentioned on here, I think once or twice, I talked Jason into Jason does this thing where he. On the final guys, he he tortures himself and watches um, <laughs> That's true. A, a series of of yeah. a, a franchise. You've done like um, is it Critters and uh, there's there was a, I, I can't I'm drawing a blank now. Any of them that you did, Ghoulies. Uh, the corn. Ghoulies, Ghoulies was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
rough. So, I think that you, I, I think that you asked for suggestions oh. one time, and uh-huh. and I I offered Amityville Horror because I knew there was a lot of them, and then I offered to watch them, uh, with you, and mm-hmm. uh, you you let me talk you into that, and I I I'm, I wish you hadn't. Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> We're I had, our... I had respect for you until that <laughs> moment, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'd, 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 I think I've, I've told you that I grew up with the, the first one and have mm-hmm. uh, pretty, you know, I, I have a nostalgic attachment to it. I know it's not a great movie, but it's that, you know, nostalgia that does it for me. And I did see the second one before, didn't remember a lot about it. And then I saw the third one in, in the movie theater when it first came out. I was like, I was like 12, maybe 13. I didn't remember Meg Ryan was in it. I, mm-hmm. I was shocked yeah, when I saw that. Yeah. But I had never seen any other one. Um, There's a reason. Yeah. And <laughs> I knew there was a lot of them. But we're on the 11th or 12th well, one now, something like that. Yeah. I don't even know. So I wasn't going to do them right away because I had looked it up. And it's not really a series of films because the Amityville name can just, anybody right. can put it on any movie. So I guess, you know, the first couple are connected. But was it after four when it just turned into, oh, this is a haunted object from the house that yeah. is in, you know, a city now. Right. So there's just, uh, so I was going to put that series off and you just kept in the chat, Amityville, Amityville, I'm like fine. <laughs> well, I, I've, it's, plus I found a list that just listed ones that actually had something a little bit to do with the house. Because mm-hmm. I, I think that because it's a name of a city, you can just toss that around on any any uh you know you can't say amityville horror but you can do you know amityville dishwasher or whatever you want (laughs) apparently i would watch so yeah yeah so i I found a list that was you know supposed to that was like 12 or 13 films long including one that came out in 2020 and as we near the end of this torture i find out that that movie is out and i didn't know that so it's like right when we see the light at the end of the tunnel and it just feels so good. It's like oh, somebody comes in the chat and says, "Oh yeah, Amityville Harvest is out." Like, Why did you tell me that? We were almost done. Oh, well, we need oh. to do the remake soon because it's going off Prime. I think on the second oh. or third of November. Oh really? So we should probably okay. do that for this week anyway. Yeah, yeah. Through these, we've kind of we've pretty much agreed on on uh, what ones were the worst and which ones were okay. Like the second one, you know, had some cool body horror and, right. and, uh, but dude, I'm a little, I'm a little shocked when I saw the awakening, I legitimately enjoyed it. And so when you didn't, I was, I was shocked that you didn't I mean, like it. It wasn't at all. a pile of garbage, but I, I think your standards have just lowered so much <laughs> from watching it. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> you watched a movie that was a five yeah. instead of a two. Yeah. And you were yeah. like, Hey, this is pretty. <laughs> It's not that I hated it. It was it, it was an okay movie. It just something didn't jive. Like it, right. it just felt like it didn't gel for me. And it was it had good parts. It had several mm-hmm. good parts. It had a great idea, but it just it wasn't super entertaining for me. So it was right. fine. On the Amityville scale, it's top of the heap. You know, yeah. but no. Yeah. Is it the it's, most it's painful hard. of the series, like of the different franchises that you've watched? Is it is it as bad? as others is it better like are there any redeeming qualities to this at all <laughs> like what, what are you coming uh, out of this with man at this, the end of it all you're like you know you come out and everybody's waiting to hear what you got to say man like what, <laughs> what are you bring to the people 
I, I don't know why I'm doing this at this point. <laughs> I initially started because I wanted to watch Friday the 13th again. And so um, I watched those. Oh, let's watch. Fun. Yeah, those are great. Let's watch A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, uh, okay. Those were, those got pretty bad at the end, but you know, yeah. all right. And then we did Halloween and then it just turned into, oh, I did Maniac Cop. And now it has just turned into this slog that's going to go on for the rest of my life. Uh, but Amityville, of everything I've seen, might be the worst series. This really? might be the worst series ever. Worse than Children of the Corn? I think it might be worse than Children of the Corn. <laughs> and I watched all of those. It's wow. it's equal to, if oh. nothing else. <laughs> Children of the Corn was pain. Like That was just pain. Yeah. But yeah. this is just a, a series of unconnected, terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would like to say we're going to end on a high note with that, but I, I know that's that's not going to happen. No, the story if, is if, not going to end happily. If the awakening was the last one, yeah. it'll be like okay, that's cool. There's a little redemption there, but um, you know we've got a couple more, and I don't mind the remake. I remember enjoying it, um, except for one like kind of subplot, but I thought it was well done. You know. I wanted to watch a different movie and you're like, oh no, let's do Amityville Haunting. Let's watch that instead. So I put that on. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to jump off an overpass like halfway through this movie. <laughs> Man. Yeah. My my apologies. This is the worst one. The worst one. This is the worst oh, it's one. It's the worst of them all. It is so bad. Like, <laughs> wow. You could shoot this movie in two hours. You just shoot it in real time. Just people talking. Like it's, it's bad. There's so many shots that aren't in focus. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, um, at the beginning of the month when I decided to do the 21 days of terror thing at the time before I was, you know, I wasn't watching a horror movie every day, but I was um, almost every day. I was, you know, throwing on like some, either some Italian horror or some seventies horror or some just B movie stuff. Something to just kind of fall asleep to and take a little cat nap not to really pay that much of a, attention to. And because I was in that mode of watching those types of things, I, I tried to fill up my 31 days of terror with uh, mostly with films I hadn't heard of before, but older ones, dude, that was a huge mistake because I've watched more garbage this month than I've seen <laughs> in years. I mean, I, I've got somehow I have three of that might be tied for the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. All, all just this month. And Ooh, give me so titles. To get, so to get something, well, I gave you the one uh, deathbed, the bed that eats. Yeah. That's on my list. Um, another one is, uh, um, evasion of the blood farmers. What? Yeah, yeah <laughs> It's bad. It's from 70 something. <laughs> and the other one, I don't know if I would, this is a, a one for me, not because it was bad per se but because i don't like uh torture porn and that's what this felt like and i i watched it because it was getting late i hadn't done my horror movie for the day yet and this was only like an hour long and i heard jack talk about it and he liked it jack cambese so He's i watched idiot, i watched uh <laughs> found footage <laughs> have you seen that yet found footage 3d found footage uh no it's definitely not 3d oh okay <laughs> yeah no, I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've seen that. It's on Amazon, and it's uh, the acting is is uh, good for found footage. It's not bad, but it's it's really bad. I heard him talk about it on the on an episode at one point, and I thought, well, I'm going to check that out if he if he likes it. Me, you know, maybe I'll like it. 
and it was it was hot garbage about <laughs> a serial killer does it does it get to the point you know like you know i don't know if you guys have ever done like a cold shower challenge where you're like oh for 30 days i'm gonna I'm going to do cold showers and stuff. And after like the first day, you're like, dang, son, this is like really cold. And then the second day you're thinking, I'm not really that sweaty. <laughs> you know, the third day, you know, the wife might be like, did you smell like some poop? <laughs> you're like, oh, it's okay. I, you know, I showered a couple days ago, I think. And it's this, this feeling of not wanting to, to do what you've committed to. And you're kind of like, it was maybe all right at first. Do you guys ever have that, that feeling <laughs> right? when you're watching these movies, you know, like, you know, you're like, Oh, so today's the, the next one. <laughs> oh no. And just kind of, is it, is there, is there an anxiety getting, that comes along with it? It's, it's gotten old and that's just because I picked such bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the modern ones, some of the modern ones that I picked like Annabelle, I was like, I thought yeah, a lot of people talk about this. I haven't seen it yet. Let's see if I like this. Nope. That's you just didn't a, like Annabelle? Just, I, have, I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list, though. It's like a movie made for kids. It's just got the cheap, cheap jump scares. It, it's not good. <laughs> do my my kids would be like, he's lying. <laughs> this is a trick. Because yeah. they, they're like, dude, no, don't show that. <laughs> don't would, show that thumbnail. It would scare, Get, it would scare young kids. But yeah, for yeah. someone who's used to horror films, I just, I, it's just, to me, it was just horrible. But, the newest one wasn't bad. Annabelle Comes Home? That's what that's what people have been saying. It's some people say first. that the third one's the best, but or, or the best. But then some people say it was the worst. But I think it's, I think I can tell some of those people might not um, understand it. Uh, like I know people that kind of don't understand <clears throat> Tim Meyer, uh, certain levels of <laughs> like artistic, uh, an artistic quality in a film or or something that might be just a little bit. Yeah, some people were dropped on their heads like Tim. As a child, <laughs> their perception's just a little skewed. <laughs> I just told him today that he's never gonna. I brought up the shining thing today, the Mick Garrison. I said, you know, I said, dude, you're never gonna live that down. And what? That was, what, 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 what? I don't know what this is about, man. Tim, Tim, uh, Tim, and I wrote a book together, and he is one of the final guys now. He's known for having poor taste in movies not all of them but, <laughs> he's when he goes for it yeah he is when he, for everybody's it. like oh yeah him yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah like yeah. Not, not liking the blair witch project but loving the second one which it, it, he's alone i, I don't know Dude, yes that is he's that. the only guy yeah <laughs> like, there's no convention Literally. for that ever <laughs> not not liking yeah. kubrick's the yeah. shining but enjoying the made for tv miniseries yeah like, okay yeah but, yeah well <laughs> right. it says a lot you know it's well, it's a snapshot. <laughs> you would, you would think it's yeah. a joke. Like he's playing, he's not. Right. He's, he's yeah. not serious. serious about that. Yeah. I understand when it comes to like age <laughs> and nostalgia and stuff, but <laughs> Tim's got so many of them. And then he'll and then he'll be like, um, it'll be a really good movie, and he'll say he doesn't like it, <clears throat> or it'll be a really good movie, and he's like, I love this movie. I can't really figure him out. I can't. I can't. Uh, I would never be able to say, here, go watch this movie. I know you're gonna love it because I know you. He surprises me. He surprises know. all of us pretty much every week. And, and, and Blair Witch. I mean, both of them, obviously. But do Blair Witch. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not even it's not even yeah. remotely in the same ballpark. It's no, like so no. dramatically different. I, I I was enraged, dude, when I saw the second one. Yeah, yeah. I was infuriated, dude. <laughs> yeah, I saw it in the theater and I was pissed. Yeah, I think I was even more pissed by. Was it called The Blair Witch? Uh, yeah, one? the one like five years ago, maybe four. Yeah, years ago. I'd yeah. never seen that many jump scares, and that was the whole movie. It was just jump scares. 
I was very disappointed in that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was even more, more angry about that because I knew going in that, that Blair Witch two was not like a found footage thing. It was not like the first one. So my expectations were low. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, to answer your initial question, Jeremiah, I would not be doing this if I didn't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm somebody who I really enjoy bad movies, but yeah, yeah. man, after you watch Ghoulies four, you're like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> I could literally be doing anything else. <laughs> it's like yeah, this that's... real existential moment for you. You know, there's like sad music. You can imagine the, the, the whole scene it's like sad music and you're by yourself on the edge of your bed wondering what life is about <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. why am i doing this yeah the movie ends and i'm like what what am i doing <laughs> yeah is this what i've become <laughs> i could have been doing crack I, like literally anything <laughs> but this would have been a better use of my time <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh oh but you're man. like a, so you're like you're probably afraid of anything that has a sequel because you're it's like you're a completist now so if you know something has more that you're like, I can't even watch the first one because I know I'm going to watch the next 18 of them. Yep. That's exactly it. So whenever these buttholes are in the chat recommending movies, I'm like, God, now let's put it on my list. So, <laughs> you know, initially my list was like 10 series. Now it's 30. I don't even know. Uh, Maybe wow. more. It's uh, brutal. I've got a Swedish uh, slasher series I have to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't even. It's here somewhere. It's bad. I've got so many crappy ones on here. I got Hellraiser is the one I keep putting off the most because. Yeah, I noticed that. God. I think I've only seen the first three. I think I've seen six or seven of them. I've seen zero. I've well, I told. I think I said it last week. Wasn't it last week, man? We're talking about or two weeks ago. Seeing that, uh, you know, the only thing I ever saw it was like as a kid walking into the movie theater, and you know when you can kind of peek in the door and see what other people are watching. You know, if your movie hasn't started yet or whatever. And I remember going in there, that scared the living daylights out of me. I was real little though, you know, and going in and seeing Pinhead and being like, dang son, <laughs> I'm out of here. Like what kind of cult rituals happening in this movie theater? I had no idea. The first two are good. They're good yeah, movies. They're the, very the, good the, movies. The first one toward the end the effects are, they're very dated. You know, it's very eighties, like fireworks. Like children of the corn. Lasers and for children of the corn. I don't even remember that. A little, little better than that. the Children of the Corn <laughs> at the end. The lightning strikes are like drawn with crayon. Yeah. <laughs> it's not far above that, but yeah, it's, it's a little better than that. But it's a cool story. And in, in like, the, you know, the first two acts are, are great. Mm-hmm. And then Hellraiser gets even darker. <clears throat> or I'm sorry, Hellraiser 2 gets even darker. Yeah, it's a disturbing Wait. movie. It's got really bad effects, too, at the end when they're somewhere else it's just but it's fun it's like you can see i almost said the artistic expression would make make me sound like such a douchebag but like (laughs) you can see there's a higher level of filmmaking going on there than once you get into hellraiser six and seven you're like like they're clearly just making this series so they don't lose the rights to hellraiser so they just keep making a movie every two years so they don't lose the rights yeah because they know there's suckers and completists out there that they gotta have it (laughs) Yep. Didn't they make one where Brad Doug Bradley isn't even Pinhead? Yep. <laughs> Can't wait to watch that one. <laughs> oh boy. They'd be like I, Keanu Reeves not being Neo. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, and we got this new one coming out, and it's this guy. It's like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what? Like, what? Yeah. How did this happen? And the guy has like a puffy face too. And I'm like, what? really? What? 
you couldn't even cast somebody who's like laid off the cheeseburgers for a month. Like, yeah, <laughs> if, uh, if they're gonna if they're gonna yeah. pick somebody, because Doug Bradley, I'm sure he's probably got a kind of a hang hanging puppy face now. I mean, he's put on you know forty years or whatever since the the first been, movie. One of that forty, yeah, been a long thirty three, maybe something like that. Yeah. So, if you're gonna get somebody else, get somebody that uh, I don't know is in shape for being in hell for so long. Or you just pay the guy. I mean, there's yeah, only yeah. one reason people watch this, and it's for Pinhead. So yeah, 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 yeah. you replace him. It's like, wh- that's why this is why I don't want to watch it. Uh, it's going right. to be like the last movie series I do will be Hellraiser because I will just break my will. And I know that that will be it and it's over. And I'll probably mm-hmm. just end Final Guys and just <laughs> go for a long walk in the woods. Yeah. Look out a window for two days. It's another one of those sad moments, dude, with the music. <laughs> this is what my life's become. And it's after the first occasion of that. So it's like, it's doubled like up, every- dude. It's a du- it's like a double-decker poop sandwich. It's really bad. <laughs> like every episode of the the very end of uh, The Incredible Hulk. I'm probably dating myself here. But that, that yeah. sad song where Bill oh, Bixby yeah, is walking Squawk. down the road with his, yep. his coat or whatever and playing that I, I think the name of that song is actually something like lonely man or something like that oh really i can't remember yeah that's gonna be me i'm just gonna like forest gump to the west coast and back like after <laughs> this is over <laughs> i i got a question for you man about uh writing and stuff now uh, we before we started uh doing the show we were talking earlier about um being in the same circles but also different circles and um in, in that you're a little bit more uh, quiet um, as far as like, you know, not doing anthologies and things like that, but just doing your, your own thing. And just, mm-hmm. this is you over here doing your own thing and, and uh, not as much networking, at least that I, that I can see. And from what I gather, just from, you know, listening to you talk on final guys and stuff like that. Are, are you, do you do like Amazon ads? What's like, what's make making it where you're able to, even do this, you know, as, as your job. So yeah, I do advertising, but not necessarily networking. So yeah, I don't do right. anthologies. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get somebody to put their name on my book and say how great it was or whatever. I, yeah. uh, but I do advertising. I do targeted advertising. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I have is I have a newsletter that I've, I've pruned it several times now, but it's still over 10,000 people. So I just have direct links to people who've already bought my books who like it enough to have signed up to my newsletter. So I have, I don't even have to rely on external advertising for new releases a lot of times. Sometimes I do. Like I've been really bad at sending out my newsletter the last six months since COVID hit. So I'm probably gonna have to rebuild it some more. But I do uh, I do book club ads, not just featured deals, but I'm starting to tinker with um, targeting very specific people. So I might target people in Australia who read Google Play and I'll, I'll target them for a, a free first free book in my series, which I'm about to release a sixth one on. So... I know what the read-through rate is on that series. So I know exactly how much money I can spend to give away a copy of the first book. And over you know five books, I know exactly how much I'll make. So that's that's where I do most of my advertising. I, I occasionally do Facebook. I'm on and off with it. I really loathe that company. So I don't yeah. like giving them money. Uh, yeah. So Amazon is expensive. It's difficult. Um, I'm trying to learn that better right now. I've got some box sets so I can... You know, I make a little more money per sale there, so I'm trying to tinker there. But 
Uh, I do really well in audiobooks too. I got a, a really good narrator who has a name, so that has sold a lot of audiobooks for me. Nice. So I just kind of release a bunch of crap, and then you know the sum of all the parts ends up. I can make a living from it. Now, do you think that that um, because you're doing stuff that has such a wide, uh, such a, a, a you know a large audience, and the fact that you're doing series, do you think that helps, or do you think it's just what you're doing? The reason why I ask is because what the heck is the dude's name? Brian Cohen. Is that his name? Was offering this, uh, like, uh, oh, the advertising. Yeah, like seven day challenge or what? However long it was, um, where you learn about Amazon advertising and you watch these hours of videos and all this stuff. And I, I learned a lot about that. I had done Facebook ads before, not in the last like two, three, four years, but I had done them before. I'd never done Amazon ads. Didn't even really try. And so I, I went through this whole challenge thing. I set up a ton of ads, learned a lot. Um, didn't really, it's more like a break even every month for me. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was like, okay, this is a free challenge thing. This is just a, a, a glorified infomercial. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's going to be some expensive thing at the end, but I'm not going to get suckered into it. I'm clearly learning a lot. There's uh, there's books on Facebook I can read or for Amazon I can read about this kind of stuff. But nope, I dropped 350 bucks after the the end of the thing so that I can have the the course where I can ask questions and and all the other extra videos and stuff. And probably two days before or maybe two days after I paid for that, all this stuff fell in my lap of where I had to focus on uh, writing some stuff and I had to do it like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't even really touched that thing. I just paid 350 bucks uh, oh, three God. months ago for, yeah. but I did notice that a lot of, you know, part of this Facebook uh, page that's for the, um, that, that challenge and for Amazon ads and stuff and the Brian Cohen thing. I had wondered, um, is this just not for me because of my genre? Because I don't, I'm not doing zombies. I'm not doing, uh, you know, the uh, military, anything um, or, or romance. I'm not doing, um, you know, any, anything that has like that kind of like cozy mysteries. Nothing is in a series. It's a bunch of standalones. I have one book in a series. And that's it. Just the one, you know, with it, the book, the second one's not out. So I started to wonder if, um, it was a bad idea because you had to have uh, that kind of thing in order to um, be successful using that particular uh, type of marketing. And so, yeah, my question is, do you think that that helps or do you think that that kind of thing, what you're doing and the fact that you have the series or you could just do that with any standalone, with any genre? Uh, series, series is huge, man. I mean, yeah. I, I can take a loss promoting my first book, you know, mm-hmm. knowing I'm going to make it up in the back end. That is yeah. huge. So I can outbid people. Um, but to be honest, I'm, I'm just getting into more and more of this, this pay to play crap that basically our industry has become. Yeah. But having series is huge. I mean, it, it's just absolutely huge. Even something like, I don't know, do you have uh, audiobooks? Yeah. Version yeah, like of your stuff? Five of them, yeah. That makes a big difference too, because when I really hit advertising, particularly for Amazon, I sell a lot more audiobooks, even though I'm advertising Kindle books. So okay. that can kind of add up to the bottom line too. But I don't even think you need to do that really to make money 
in horror. I think you need to produce a lot of content. I think that helps a lot. It's yeah. Consistency. You know, if you can release something every couple of months, that's huge. And really your newsletter, I think is, is going to be the biggest thing for a lot of people. And now with for, your newsletter, well, go ahead, finish, finish what you're saying, man. I'll, I was going to say like something you can do if you really want to build your newsletter quickly is if you have a book, you think you could get say, uh, a, a book bub featured deal. And if you know, like maybe for a freebie, like you, you're going to give one of your novels away for free, you're probably going to give away ten to twenty thousand copies of that book through that mm -hmm. featured deal. Yeah, and you can, in the right at the end of your book, right at the end, like not even the next page, like call to action, call to action, and give away another free book for somebody to sign up to your newsletter, and that will grow you immensely, very, very quickly. And then you've got these people on the hook. And if you can figure out if you're good at writing newsletters and you're good at just talking with people, you can make serious fans that you just have direct access to yeah. with an email. And then you can kind of skip a lot of the paid advertising. I, I mean, I, I think paid advertising is a big part of the industry right now and mm -hmm. it sucks, but yeah, that's definitely a way to get around it. And that's what I've been doing for the most part for several years, just growing my newsletter and using that. I do have a newsletter. Newsletter, Jeremiah, is just exactly what it sounds like. It's just about about you. I mean, they, I know what a uh, newsletter is. Oh, I thought you asked what. I thought <laughs> no, you asked what do you mean a newsletter. newsletter. What, dude? No, I was gonna ask. <laughs> no, I know what a newsletter is, dude. Yeah, I, but I was wondering, like, if you if, with your newsletter, is that something you is it is it something you do through the the website? Is it a feature that the host of the website? Um, or that the platform you're using allows you to do, or do you use an external service for that? Like, how do you I use MailChimp? Do, use MailChimp. Okay. That's mm -hmm. what I was wondering, mm -hmm. you know, cause I, I created a website with Wix and I've got a newsletter. People can subscribe to my newsletter, but really all that is at this point is just, if I post, it just goes to your email. It's not, you know, but I want to actually make it like what you're saying, where you, you kind of get that skill set where you start actually putting together an actual newsletter. Which I'm together. terrible at. You're t but you're doing it. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm that, yeah. Exactly. Working on it. Yep. You're working on it. And so, you know, that that's what I wanted to know. But yeah, man, I know a newsletter, though. <laughs> I, th I thought you said, what do you mean, newsletter? <laughs> no, dude. I'd be a guy under a rock, man. I'm, I'm going to go guy under a rock. When I edit this, uh, if that is what you said, I'm going to replay it. I'm going to loop, put it on a loop <laughs> <laughs> during the podcast. Now with For your newsletter. Now with for, your newsletter. Now with for, your newsletter. Yeah, yeah. In slow motion. What's a newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> now with your newsletter. Yeah, oh, I, my. Uh, I, I hate writing the newsletters too. Every time I think about it, I'm like, ah, I'll wait a couple more days. And next thing I know, you know, three weeks has gone by, and and which I normally only do it maybe once a month anyway. And I only have uh, around a thousand, I, I think, <laughs> subscribers. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at a point where I never thought I would be selling as many books as I do, but it's not enough to, you know, live comfortably just doing that, mm -hmm. which is what I'd love to be able to do. And, but I've seen like my friend, Dan Panavana, I've seen him go from not selling many books to, you know, making in profit, like four grand a month, just mm -hmm. because he started to start to be able to how to do some of this stuff and the fact that he's doing uh he has a, a thriller series mm -hmm. uh, also when i was doing the I, I learned the book funnel stuff and all that the newsletter probably like five six years ago but i i realized that 
it was it really wasn't working for me with what I had available. And so I, I stopped putting so much effort into that because I, I saw it working for people who had series, you know, like first book for a year, you know, first book mm-hmm. 99 cents and things like that and get them hooked in there. But my stuff just isn't, it isn't like that. So, and there's no real, um, you know, even the marketing for, for Amazon is hard for me when to do the, uh, the ads because people aren't necessarily, you know, on Amazon searching for, you know, books about, um, you know, kids whose mother dies and he, he has a spelling bee coming up, you know, nobody's like, there's, there's no real, it, it's a, it's kind of a curse to, to try to come up with something that hasn't been done before and then put it out there. And then now nobody can find it because uh, it doesn't have that kind of extra thing. So I decided that like months ago, well, maybe I'll just kind of not necessarily write to market, but sort of, and mm-hmm. do this vampire thing that that I know I never would have done if it wasn't for trying to, you know, write something that I was still proud of, but in using a theme that I normally wouldn't, just so that I could have a series. But then I started thinking like what you said, where as long as you just have the content, just keep putting the books out. Mm-hmm. And I have several, several out, but and so now I'm thinking, well, am I wasting this time, wasting my time with this vampire series where I could just be writing the stuff that i'm passionate about and just keep putting you know and then you've got that trickle down effect where if somebody likes you know your stuff and they start reading all of it or series or not but i think the advertising is a little bit more difficult when you don't have a series for sure is it absolutely is yeah i don't i don't really pay for advertising for my standalones much yeah are you ever actually wasting your time writing about characters valiant characters with sterling good looks and crystal blue eyes chad um <laughs> not quite that bad Are you this ever is, this in, isn't in running, running the fingers through the hair kind of thing you know as the hair blows in the wind no this isn't <laughs> twilight. And, and i mean my, my oh, uh twilight patreon members are, 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 seem yeah. to enjoy it and it's it's me it's clearly me yeah. you can tell it's me it's just that that if you knew me that well you'd know wow it's strange that you're writing about something that has been written before you know so uh yeah it's just a little weird and kind of embarrassing um and, and i was even gonna e- even do it under pseudonym because i was kind of embarrassed that i was gonna be writing under something that or writing something that you know has been done before i even was like my first couple sentences i was like i'm doing vampire erotica and i started writing this paragraph and i was like no nah, i'm gonna do ya and i wrote a, a different one started a different one it's like no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this theme. It's gonna be me, and you'll be able to tell it's me. Mm-hmm. But decisions, decisions, man. I, I don't know. But yeah, thanks for your thanks for your input on that. I just want to add that. Yeah. I mean, look at Jeff Strand. He does mostly standalones, and he's doing all right. Yeah, they're 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 out there, they're out there. But and, it's tough. And like I said, I'm I'm thankful to to be able to you know get invited to you know anthos or 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 have. Um, you know, limited editions and things like that. So I'm not like totally unhappy, but I know that it could be better. And that's kind of the pie. My... Start yeah. driving Ferraris. I get it. <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I am not a, I'm not a materialistic guy by any means, man. If I, if I made a certain small amount, I would, I would be happy. I don't want any, anything. This is the guy big. with the golden microphone. 
Dude, you had to upstand everybody with your golden microphone, dude. The Mr. T of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? This is my belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm dying to talk about something that I saw and or read this week. Jeremiah, what have you been doing? What have time? Talking? Have you been doing crack? Have I been doing crack, dude? Well, I've been, I've been, my sleep schedule would seem to indicate that maybe I've been smoking crack. I'm not getting much sleep, yeah. which is really tragic, dude. I've, you know, I, I definitely like sleep. Although last night I stumbled on this thing, man, because I've just been struggling. You know, I stay up really late and get my notes together for the next day. And then the next day I'm busy all day long. And then the kids are home. And I've had my, uh, my kids, you know, we've got, we got a tribe, okay? We got like a whole bunch of these kids. Village, yeah. All, yeah, we have a little village, you know, uh, world domination on the way. But the thing is, is like, you know, when you have this many kids, uh, you, you end up having doctor's appointments and they don't just schedule them, especially right now, they don't schedule them all at one time because you're only allowed to have one person, one guest with you. And by guest, it means like your mom. So, you you can't have you, my my kids got turned away. My wife got turned away there. They said we can't see you today because it was my son who was going to get seen. My wife, our two month old and our 20 month old child. And they were like, that's just too many visitors. And she's like, we don't have any visitors. <laughs> like, There's nobody with us. But they so they spread them out, man. So we have like doctor's appointments all the time right now. And so I went my son had an MRI because he for human growth hormone. I know it sounds like scary. But a human growth hormone just to find out, you know, is he, you know, getting taller in time. And so I haven't been super busy, dude, there. You know what I mean? And and seeing movies on the screen and a lot of Despicable Me stuff, you know. And I'm like kind of like that, you know, on the whole Despicable Me thing. Uh, but we did watch. Uh, what's that? Never seen them. Well, you're not really missing out. You know, I mean, it's like one of those things where people could watch it and be like, Oh, that's, you know, it's a pretty decent movie. You know, kids like it and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's really random. It just is it not even in a cool way. It's just kind of like, whatever. But I, you know, I've watched a lot of that um, <laughs> recently in the hospitals. Uh, and we watched uh, insidious, which I've seen before. Um, I've seen part one and part two of that. I watched mm -hmm. that. Um, so that was really two. exciting. Was that? I haven't seen part two. I own the DVD, which I didn't even know I had. I, I'm always going through my DVDs and be like, I, I just rented, I just rented American Werewolf in London the other day or a couple weeks ago. Thought I had it. Nope. Yep. Found it like two days later. I'm, mm. Insidious is one of them. It's, it's Insidious too. You know, like I, I get the idea that it's, this one shows the kids more. And so, I mean, that's even, that's in the trailers and everything else. There's no, you know, a spoiler with that. Um, well, in that they, trailers. Okay, so I've spoiled everything, <laughs> you know, but no, it's it kind of takes. So I get like the idea of we're taking it from the other side of the TV, right? We're taking we're, we're going to get a peek into what's going on behind it. But again, I just thought it was I thought it compared to the first one, not even close, man, in my opinion, in my opinion. So I haven't been I haven't been doing a lot of that. I've been reading more, uh, still trying to finish that book because I'm, I'm kind of chipping away at it. Not the speed reading one. That's just full stop break really uh, yeah my speed reading book dude you think i'm gonna get done with that within the next three years you're not how long is it uh it's it's like i don't know 30 pages no i'm kidding it's, it's pretty thick what? it's a pretty thick book dude and uh Why? you know but but what, it, I, what I is there to talk about what's that what what is there to talk about in that book about speed reading yeah 
oh, the the like the different techniques that you do. You have to do different tests, and so like there's one that'll so like have homework it. inside and, and stuff. Yeah, there's homework. Okay. Like you have to read. Like it's a workbook. For, it's a workbook. Yeah, and so okay. you're you you take your time going through it. You're not speed reading going through it, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're reading it, and like the first chapter, for example, um, they will have you. You have to time yourself, and you have to read one selection. They give you the word count, and that selection is very scientific, very technical. A lot of numbers in there and everything and then they have you read a piece of fiction and you time both of them and then after you're done reading each one it has a list of questions about specifics to see not only how fast you went but your retention of that and uh my kids scored better than i did on the retention (laughs) i was like i'm not doing good i thought i did good too i was like i got this dude i nailed it and oh no i did not Uh, i did very badly but the so but i've been reading um Cause I'm getting ready for that, that, uh, NaNoWriMo dude. Yeah. I'm getting ready for uh, it. I'm, you see, know, getting every time you remind me that you get so stressed out. <laughs> you write all the time though. Dude, I know, but I've been writing the thing and yeah, yeah. I've been having to do that. Yeah. I, that makes sense. You know, you, so, you know, I, you, I, I get a little bit stressed, you know, cause it's, a, it's, it's a, I'm already a busy guy. I mean, I'm like through the roof busy dude. And it's mm-hmm. really, really rough. And so even just finding time to read, much less to write, you know, anything beyond work is just really difficult. But I've been reading poetry. I read uh, um, selected poems of Carl Sandburg. And so I really enjoy a lot of his poetry. Um, And uh, I read, of course, been reading every day, even on the show. I've been reading the selections from Cautionary Tales and Bad uh, Child's uh, Book of Beasts. And it was hilarious, dude. Like, you know, um, Jim who ran away from his nurse and was eaten by a lion or Henry King who chewed bits of string and was early cut off in dreadful agonies. Like these are hilarious stories. You uh, it's the book you got from your mom, right? Or you showed your mom. Which one was it? Yeah, it's the one I showed my mom. And my mom's like, what are you reading? (laughs) You were were talking about that in in, an early episode. Yeah. And so I've been going through it and uh, and just kind of, you know. Cause it's good poetry and it's easy. It's, you know, small amounts and everything, but it kind of gets me into the, you know, the feel for my style of writing and, and even for almost not necessarily the age groups. Cause I don't want to say that that's a, I know it's a kid's book, but I think that it's really an adult book. And so, you know, I've been doing that, but I stumbled on, I stumbled on this video, dude. Um, that has been helping me actually go to bed and uh, it's been pretty dope. It's one of those, binaural beats right and i don't mm-hmm. put a lot of stock into into this i'm kind of a little bit more scientifically minded about certain things and at the same time i'm like it dude it's really helped me i looked up uh um rem sleep you know and you know of course you got to scroll through all the the band stuff <laughs> it's like you're mm-hmm. like that's not gonna help me man it's gonna make me want to stay up and maybe lose my religion but like the thing <laughs> is is that you oh, you are uh, yeah it's stupid <laughs> it was bad <laughs> it was on the fly dude. forgive me I like you it. know yeah, yeah thank you yeah the um i was yeah. actually working on that for a long time i practiced that in the mirror before the show started but well, you know it is like... the end of the world as we know it so. <laughs> yeah. oh here we go oh no <laughs> oh but this music dude like you know it's it's got the that binaural beat, so it's like bum 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 bum, and it kind of goes on in both directions and stuff. And it's got this tempo, and it's got you know that kind of mystical sound. It's it's almost like Yanni, but not as sexy and stuff. 
And so it just plays this. And bro, I like I am sleeping like a baby within minutes of turning that bad boy on, man. And I'm thinking, dude, homie, I this is a gold mine. Is I'm this really great. Some kind of subconscious representation of a womb. <laughs> Maybe, dude, like the heartbeat. Yeah, you know, like uh, it, it might and the be whooshing, and the whooshing or whatever ambience that you and dude, I curl up in the old fetal position, man, yeah. and I'm all snuggled up in the blankies, and so dude, like I'm probably you know reliving reliving that uh, mm -hmm. experience in the womb and stuff every night, dude. And I'm sleep and sleeping like a baby. I mean, for real. And so it's been kind of it's been kind of good, man, because I was walking around for a minute. And everybody's like, bro, you're looking hit. You know, your eyeballs are uh, pretty jacked. Oh, one more thing. I played VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played VR, dude, for the first time. I've never, I've kind of critical. The, the headset. What was it called? The Oculus or something? That's what I it, think that's the one I played. Yeah, it's it, well, this place, man, it, in Grand Rapids, they actually have a facility that oh, you a lot of birthday there. parties and stuff, you know? And so we're at this birthday party and you can, you, you put them on and there's a whole bunch of people, you know, doing their thing and all connected, looking like the Matrix and stuff. And I played a, a couple different games and I, I went out on a limb. They were like, oh, you know, you should try home. And I thought, well, that sounds fun. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's like the, you know, the uh, International Space Station. I'm thinking, dude, that sounds kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Until, you know, part of the space station breaks off and you go flying out into <laughs> the universe <laughs> and you you're spinning. Oh, dude, I got dizzy, man, and nauseous. I had to, like, focus. And I'm looking at one place and I'm thinking, you know remembering back to my ballerina days and when i was a break dancer spinning on my head and stuff thinking dude i gotta focus or i'm gonna puke and um i never did either of those things but i imagined that i did and it was it helped it it really helped and i didn't puke um and but it was a good time dude and actually it was a lot of fun um you know i still have criticisms you know i'm, I'm really leery of of i don't know what the movie is i think it's bruce willis where they get inside of those containers and they're living kind of an avatar almost surrogates is it surrogates it's called surrogates yeah you know I, I i fear that you know i fear the day and age out you know walking into a house and everybody is just sitting on the couch all zoned out vegged out looking into a thing connected to their face i mean that to me is creepy <laughs> i'm like we have that know. now with phones you walk into a restaurant everybody's staring at their phones yeah I, dude i hate that though I did too. I, it, it's one thing to see them staring. It's another thing if they start playing their music or whatever out loud for everybody else to hear. <laughs> that is, dude, I can't take it. <laughs> I uh, I have a VR headset. I I love it, but yeah. for them to put you in that as your first experience is dumb because that's the you moving without walking around is artificial locomotion, and that's what gives everyone motion sickness. So yeah. they should not have just picked that for you to do first because nobody can just stomach that right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, you, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you, you want a game or an experience where when you physically walk around your room, your character walks around at the same time. So you, you don't get that motion sickness or something where you can kind of teleport around. Like I've got some where you go up on, you know, the highest mountain peaks in the world and you can kind of teleport your way up there and stand on them and just kind of look down and it's photorealistic. It's super oh. cool. Oh, yeah, dude, have I a really good zombie game that's a ton of fun if you ever think you can survive the zombie apocalypse play a zombie vr game where you actually have to rip headshots and you're like yeah i would die in five seconds like, <laughs> yeah you're done yeah. Dude. it's over, my, yeah, my, it's son over. Has a, my son has vr and he has a zombie on there game on there i can't remember what it's called because the name of the game is just weird for a zombie game but uh something like arizona arizona sunshine yeah i have that one yeah um that's fun, man. That's a lot of fun. It is. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Gory too. Real gory. Yeah. 
I, I'm a fan of that one. Yeah, and, but he had another game that that, and that's the one that I I I do not get nauseous ever about anything, um, from eating from whatever. I just don't. But I played this game where you're, um, it's kind of like uh, soccer or something, but you're floating around and you have this disc or something. And uh, I don't know that one. it's futuristic and you have like these little jetpacks or something. But man, uh, I, I, that just took me right out of commission. So as soon as you're using the jetpacks, start making your motion sick. Oh, and, and yeah, because then you're just like, you can't just like suddenly stop. You're just still kind of drifting and then you have to like try and turn and, and, yeah, it's like it's in it's in an anti gravity. Uh, I should I don't think I mentioned that it's in an anti gravity arena, so you're constantly kind of moving around, mm. and of course, you know you're not moving around in 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 real life. You can't do that. But and then I end up, um, I think it was when I was playing the zombie game. I ended up falling over, <laughs> which I didn't think that I, I would do. But uh, th- yeah, that game's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, I, I really like how lost you can get in VR. It's it's cool. I'm waiting yeah. for kind of better. There's game. a guy that was floating around with an actual jetpack around an airport recently. Well, I think it was two of them, man. I think one of them was in England, dude. And they said it was the second time that homeboy had been doing that with a jetpack. Really? Out <laughs> an airport? By an airport, dude. I'm like, that guy's gonna be toast. He's gonna be <laughs> splattered all over the front of a freaking uh airplane, a helicopter, you know, and not be good, but yeah, we're getting to that place, guys. We're getting to that place. Other than the uh, the uh, torture porn that Jack Campisi, for some reason, um, recommended, uh, that it's called found footage. I watched um, the Greasy Strangler. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> oh God, dude! <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the craziest movies I've ever watched. Yeah, uh, you know I'm a big fan of indie films, uh, artistic indie films, and this. Um, right away, it just looked like, you know, like a raunchy Napoleon dynamite or something. That's what it reminded me of. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed to say that I, I loved it. It, it yeah. was sometimes it, it, it got a little, it was very a uh, family guy in its humor where a joke just goes on and on. And sometimes that got old, but, um, uh, and sometimes some of the comedy didn't work for me, but it was just outrageous. And I really, really liked it a lot. And I posted on Twitter that I had just seen it. And within like 15 minutes, uh, Mallerman, Josh Mallerman sends me a message. And he's like, dude, I love that movie. Uh, and then he sent me a link to um, a short story that he had written, or a short film based on a short story that he had written starring the younger guy in Greasy Strangler. I can't remember what the character's name is, but the, the dude with the comb over right here in front of his head uh, with the big teeth. And it was a cool little short, short film. I can't remember. It reminds me of, yeah, of uh, Tim and Eric. When I just the preview of it, you know, I saw I saw two previews, <laughs> one that looked like, oh, this looks like it would be, you know, a Napoleon Dynamite esque kind of thing. Tim yeah. and Eric. Awesome show. And then I saw another one. And I was like, I don't think I yeah. can watch this. I, I, uh, it was not as raunchy as it's raunchy, but it's not as raunchy as I thought. Like I thought Mm. it was just going to be packed full of sex and, um, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, there's sex in there, but it's, (laughs) it's packed full of dicks. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, there's more of that. There's more of that than anything, (laughs) but there's just, it's, it's so quotable. There are so many quotable for sure in there. And 
um, my I was talking to my son yesterday and they were going to watch a movie. And I said, well, I, I texted him the day before. I was like, you have to watch this movie called this, the greasy strangler. I said, don't just don't watch the trailer or anything. Just watch mm-hmm. the movie. So he misunderstood me, watched the trailer, calls me the next day. And he's like, what are you having me watch? I said, did you watch the trailer? Cause I wanted him to go in completely blind and just be like, what am I, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I ended up, we were FaceTiming and I'm, I'm, I said, well, I'm going to watch it now with my girlfriend. And so I made them have a viewing party with me for at least the first half hour. Cause I wanted to, um, I just wanted to hear him laugh. Cause I knew he, I knew he would, I knew he'd crack up. So I, I almost, I watched it like once and a half times. That, that's that's a lot for the greasy strangler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm good for a while, but it's one of those ones where it's like, if you know somebody, uh, you know, like I'm not going to go and watch it by myself, but you know how sometimes you can see a movie and you really like it. And if you find out somebody that you know is going to, you know, really enjoy it, you can maybe watch it again with, with them. Yeah, no, I agree. I, you know yeah. what? I I haven't watched it since it came out. And I think Tim Meyer is the one who got me to watch it. Yeah. And I've been wanting to revisit it because it's like, I don't know if the movie is God awful or if it's brilliant or if it's both. Like it's so strange and incomparable to anything else I think I've ever seen. If if it's bad, it's not because they didn't do that on purpose. I mean, it's not because it was any kind of an accident. They did exactly what they were wanting to do. It's really well done. You know, it's not a, yeah, it's not just a bad movie. It's just that no, everything that's bad in it is, is there for a reason. It's, it's there on purpose. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's a good movie, but it means (laughs) they did exactly what they wanted to do. Yeah. I'm an Eric, right? I mean, Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, what's that? I don't know that show. Oh, what? No. Oh, dude, that's I've my oh, what moment. That's you know. Okay, so you guys could have made fun of me, you know, for not ever seeing Phantasm or Jaws or you know a lot of other movies. Jaws, you know, but Jaws. I did not see Jaws. That's true. I have I have since uh, redeemed myself on this uh, since okay. the show began. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one, Jason. <laughs> you are not alone. Uh, believe me, dude. There's a whole bunch of people that were like, "What?" <laughs> that's you crazy know, yeah it, it was it was messed up my son uh, works third shift and he's like well i'm gonna go take a nap we watched like a half hour of it and i said okay and he just sent me a message that i just got it said that movie was horrible oh no <laughs> so, yeah. no tim and eric awesome show great job is you know it's it's really bad but bad on purpose and it's comedic genius but like the kind that's like avant-garde. And so a lot of people might watch it and be like, what the heck am I, you know, it's almost like the <laughs> clockwork orange thing. And you're like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> kind of moment watching that. But at the same time, um, it is hilarious, you know, and they're, they're crude, right? They're crude. Some of it's way over the line. Sometimes the jokes don't hit, but they're like spaghetti, you know, um, the guy who hides behind the little, uh, fake bush in an office and then jumps out to pretend he spooks people and it's all recorded and dude it's just it's hilarious and a lot of it you know they did a movie the uh, I forget what it was called man billion dollar movie or something like that and and just totally absurd and not very good almost like between two ferns level stuff oh, in, you know busy. what I mean by that like it's 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 intentionally done to look like crap and yeah. 
because it's intentionally done to look like crap, like those commercials that for a while were kind of trending where they were just really stupid. Um, they looked vintage, almost like something you could imagine from the eighties or whatever, uh, that are really poorly done. Even the video quality was that way, but it was intentionally so to stand out and it became so popular. It kind of trended and a lot of people started doing it and lost, you know, it's pizzazz anyway, but that's what it is. And so that's why, that's why I thought, you know, when I saw the preview, I'm like, this looks like a Tim and Eric thing. So, and, and then briefly, I, I watched the second season of Slasher, uh, which I avoided watching this show for a long time because I wasn't really hearing anything about it. And I thought this is going to be really dumb. And uh, have you seen Slasher? Jason? I have not yet. No. Oh, I, I'm telling you what, man, I don't know why people aren't talking about this. Uh, there are just some shows that I, I didn't hear people talking about Hannibal or Bates Motel or Channel Zero. And I, I just, I mean, more people talk about some of those now. But uh, when I saw them, they, you know, people weren't really. And this is one that I never hear about. And um, the first season was good, but the second season was uh, exceptionally good. And it's, they don't hold back on any of the gore at all. It's a really gory show. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. And it's in, uh, I think each season's like eight episodes. But the, okay. the, the second one is just a, they're they're both seasoned actually are are like whodunits like murder mysteries kind of thing like you don't you're not following this you know mutated killer around and just watching kills there's a really there's some great writing not all the acting is all that great but um i mean if you find that you don't aren't enjoying the first season then man at least watch the second it's really really good and I, i wish i could talk to you about it because I'm, I'm a little blown away by some things but I, I i would never want to ruin this so i'm gonna quit talking about it so someone gonna... just mentioned this on final guys this week or last week somebody just watched this yeah it's tim or jack and they said the same thing they loved it it's, it's fantastic hmm. completely right. underrated i don't i don't know why nobody's talking about it but yeah, can you even talk about anything that you're watching or doing other than Amityville or reading that that isn't reserved for? Uh, well, so far this week I've only been watching Amityville. I've been working my way through slowly. Uh, oh. <laughs> my life is the worst. <laughs> uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor. I think we're five episodes. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's very different from the Haunting of Hill House, but. And the only Sorry. reason why people are comparing the two is because it's the same director, right? Same writer, director. Okay. Mostly the same actors, different roles kind of right. thing. Yeah. Okay. So. I just, I see that a lot and people are always like, yeah, it's good, but it's not like, and it's, well, what does it matter? I mean, how are they linked? Just the same writer and director and the fact that it's on Netflix. And the, and the title's similar and same actors, yeah. and, you know, and it's oh, a same giant, actors. Okay. giant haunted mansion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. So it's very, it's, I think everybody was expecting almost a sequel to the haunting of Hill house. And that's mm. not what it is. It's more of like a Gothic uh, okay. horror kind of thing. It's not even too much horror so far in the first five, five episodes, but hmm. it's picking up. Um, it's, it's not like I don't like it. It's just not what I was expecting. And I think that's what a lot of people have been saying so far. I but, like Hill house, but, um, and I'm, I've heard other people say this too, but I didn't like the last, was it like the last 20 minutes or something? 
Mm. I laughed so hard during the last 20 minutes that I was literally in tears. I couldn't believe how bad. The wow. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just seriously I was wow. in tears from, from laughing. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know that right they stuck the I, landing so much, but no, it, it just felt so, uh, I can't even remember. I just remember thinking, uh, you're, are you kidding me right now? This is cause it's such, it's well-written. Uh, the acting is great. Some of the decisions that they make, I like the fact that some of the episodes are different. Like there's one episode that has like, like three or four takes in the thing. And that's it. Like, uh, you know, just really long, like 15 minute shots of almost yeah. like it can be a play like at the, at the funeral home. Mm-hmm. And I like that. They, they did all this creative stuff with it and it had a, I'm not a big fan of jump scares, but man, it had one in there that yep. about made me poop my pants and yeah. uh but the ending wow it's so bad yeah <laughs> i quite hate it as much as you did <laughs> i think the guy behind it mike flanagan is maybe the best director working in horror right now he's just amazing so yeah, anything he does i'll watch yeah he did gerald's game right mm-hmm. yeah which is i mean if you can take that book and turn it into a film I don't even know. I would not want to handle that screenplay. I would have said it was unfilmable before actually yeah, seeing the movie sure. and, and being entertained. Yeah, my my expectations were low when I saw it, and when I when I heard it was even being made in a film, I was like, "Well, this was this going to be like a lawnmower man thing where <laughs> it's not even it's just called Gerald's Game, but it's not, it has nothing right. to do with the the actual book." I was so impressed with that movie, and yeah. so impressed. Have you seen Doctor Sleep? Oh yeah. I think that's just genius. I think he just it, nailed it. It is it, it, to take a movie that, that uh, King doesn't cringe at and embraces and, but and still use all that Kubrick stuff. you know, we're visiting Kubrick's world and not necessarily King's world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was a, that was a really happy moment for me, man. I think I, I had a smile on my face uh, through most of that movie, just revisiting uh, Kubrick's uh, overlook. Yeah. Loved it. Have you seen it, Jeremiah? I Doctor Sleep. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned this because we were going to. Uh, that was between um, seeing. Um, oh my gosh, what was the movie I said earlier that we watched? Um, Insidious. Oh, Insidious. No, we didn't watch Insidious. Two. It, no, no, it wasn't Insidious. Did I say Insidious? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Sinister. Sinister, dude. What did yeah. I really say? Insidious. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I probably did, man. I probably did. Which, we'll which that doesn't make, you know, yeah, we, we'll, we'll edit that out. No, dude, keep it. Yeah, it's a lot of pie on my face. But no, yeah, Sinister, man. So it was between Sinister and and watching Doctor Sleep, you know? And we, I think due to time or something like that, time constraint, we ended up watching Sinister instead. But I want to watch Doctor Sleep. And so mm-hmm. I just, I haven't seen it yet, man. I really want to really badly. It's on my list, but I have not. Seen this is a great movie. I don't know if, if it's appropriate for the kids. I can't remember. Uh, I mean, I know there's one scene in there that it's pretty. One scene's rough. Yeah. But, but otherwise, I don't think it's too bad. But that one scene is it's a tough one. Yeah. But I think it's just, I think it's a genius film. Yeah. To make a sequel to The Shining movie and a sequel to The Shining book and make everyone from both camps happy. Mm-hmm. As, again, something I would not have thought would have been possible, and he just yep. crushes it. Yeah, it's like legendary, actually, because it's a major rift, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he somehow pulled it off. I don't know anybody that has watched that and not thought it was really, really well done. Yeah. So I'm pumped up to see it, man. Uh, I'm trying to think. I might be watching the Ninth Gate tonight or tomorrow. I want to try and sneak that one in. It's kind of a favorite of mine. Have you guys ever seen that? The Ninth uh, Gate. Who's man? in that? Johnny Depp. It's from maybe '99. It's a yeah, Roman Polanski film. I, I saw it so. Was it's, it's only '99? I, I want to say it came it. out around '99, somewhere around there. Okay, I must have not have seen it since then because I don't remember anything about it. It's very unique. It has a really different tone. It's quirky, but it's about you know, devil worship and a book that supposedly can open the ninth gate of hell. And it's something I revisit every couple of years. Cause I just think it's so, so well done. Hmm. So I might I try to sneak I've seen it, but I don't, I don't remember though, man, you know, but then again, I thought that I had not seen uh, in the mouth of madness and I actually had, Oh, <laughs> I, been, dude, trust me. It'd been a long time, man. And I, it was, I, I put this list together uh, a while back with Chad where he's like, just, you know, write down all the horror movies because I've hardly seen any um, before doing the show anyway. And so, you know, I, I list, a, you know, the handful, <laughs> a couple dozen that I had seen. And this is actually, I think, the first one since we began doing this that as I watched it, there were like little snippets, man, that started to, you know, I was like, I think I've seen that before. And then it got to a certain point. I'm like, I've seen at least this scene before. At least that scene, and I, you know, I may have, I may have stepped out for a minute or whatever, uh, but yeah, it's uh, one of those things, man. But I don't that's, know if I've seen the Ninth Gate. That's so crazy because I purposely picked three movies that were all uh, panned in the '90s that I thought I like all three of these movies, and I wish more people knew about them and watched them and, and appreciated them. Had I known you hadn't seen like Jaws, I probably would have picked, you know. Oh, well, I've seen it since, man. I've seen, okay. <laughs> what episode was that, Chad? What episode was that, dude? Cause I what? look, man, straight up, I got mad phobias. <laughs> There's certain things, man, I'm like, oh, heck no, I ain't seen that. You're nuts. Um, and kind of the way I grew up, you know, in the, the house that we grew up, and I couldn't even have He Man toys for a while. <laughs> you know, I had to give them to a kid named wow. Gabriel. I've had a grudge against him ever since. I've tried finding him. I heard uh, you talking <laughs> about that on an episode. Yeah, dude, it's that's for real, man. <laughs> it's like giving your He Man toys away, dude. You never live it down. You know, never live it down. You know, you're like, you better, you better have kept on to him, man, because I'm an adult now. I'd like them back. <laughs> I'm an adult. Uh, but no, I hadn't seen Jaws, and it was, uh, Oh my gosh, man. It was, it was a, an excellent episode with Jeremy Wagner and we're talking, we're, we're inter- reviewing Phantasm and, so, and he brought it up cause it's like his favorite book, right? It's, it's one of those, it's the book that kind of got him into the whole thing. And, you know, he's got first edition and stuff like this and a bunch of editions of it. And he, he was showing his library and he showed it and I just, he, just he threw owns, it out there. He, he owns one of those yellow buoys from Joe's. Wow. That guy, that guy's, He's loaded, man. <laughs> Homeboy's yeah. loaded. He's got like a factory filled with stuff that's like dope. Yeah. You know, I said, man, this guy's See, amazing. He just found. He just showed his home theater the other day. He's pretty modest about it though, but he just showed yeah. a yeah, yeah a clip from um they were gonna watch a movie and they showed his home theater and it looks like a theater, man. And he's Jeremy got Jeremy Wagner. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jeremy Wagner. He's I a guitar, known. He's a guitarist for uh death metal band Broken Hope. Yeah, yeah. and he's an author. But, okay, yeah, he it. had a life-size alien, a life-size predator, and a life-size something. Frankenstein, dude, wasn't it? Remember that, that one, thing? Dude, that that was like was way bigger than life-size. Dude, yeah, that like, was like, what, six, Yeah, it was massive, dude. It was yeah. really, really tall. Wow. And he's got a factory. He, he says, yeah, I got like a warehouse thing over there, and it's got stuff. And he takes pictures of it. But he's, you know, he, he 
he's yeah, he's a real kind of down to earth dude though. And I wouldn't have even known, I wouldn't have known, you know, kind of like even where he was on the financial spectrum. You know, I'm like a thousand air, you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I'm in that level, you know, of things. And uh, you know, with dozens of people who love my stuff. And so are you to, about to, to out Jeremy's net worth? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to out it, but it's online. Okay. It's not his net worth. No, of course not. I know, but you, but you can, know what you I can mean. See it. You can, you can, they wrote about the, on, on the news, they wrote about the house and, and what kind of house it was. And it was kind of cool to see that. And that's all I'll say. <laughs> it was kind of cool. And we can edit that out. You know, I'm gonna, I don't think he cares, man. He has pictures on freaking boats and yeah, junk, but he, I, I know. And yeah, he, he <laughs> yes. posts pictures, but he doesn't come across as, you know, like, like he owns, uh, are you familiar with Slayer, Jason? I don't even know what kind of, of music you listen to. Okay. Well, Jeff Hanneman, their original guitar player died and Jeremy owns all of Jeff's guitars. Really? He, he, bought, them, he bought them all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know, and he, if you go to his Instagram page or his Facebook page, you just get green with envy because he's hanging out with all of these people. Yeah. It's like, how, how are you even, you know, and he's friends with, you know, people in Anthrax and Metallica and stuff. And but he's so down to earth. Yeah. Love that guy. He's, he's like uh, he's like a Johnny Q public kind of guy who is also friends with people who are amazing. But he brought up Jaws. And mm -hmm. and I just off the cuff was like, I've never seen Jaws. And I wasn't thinking how dumb that sounded out loud. I'd never like I never <laughs> think that, that would be like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> you know. And I said it and everything was Too like embarrassing to say out loud. just stopped, man, right away. <laughs> Boom. Stopped. And his jaw just dropped to the ground. And he's like, What? And uh, and so we made a, a reaction video to it. And uh, I made a reaction because he wanted to see it with me. It's the only reason I did it. Is he's like he he wishes that he would have been able to watch Phantasm with me, and he wishes he would have been able to watch uh, Jaws with me, and to see my face while I was watching it. And so I made a, a reaction video. It's not as cool as you guys, man. You guys have special effects and junk, man. Karate moves and stuff, dude. You know, oh, like, so bad it's good. Oh, yeah, God. so bad it's good. <laughs> it's just such you a know, cluster. It's really <laughs> yeah, good, which, man. Yeah, we, we, which we all know where they got the idea for that show from. Yeah, Paleo right Cheese One Point Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paleo Cheese. <laughs> Yeah, the videos that we were making, uh, like what, thirteen years ago? Or, oh my god! Yeah. I, was, I meant to send you one. I meant to send you one, Jason, so you could. Are they on YouTube? See it before. Yeah, some of them are on YouTube. Oh, it it even up. inspired a Halloween costume this year, man. There's this dude, this guy, man. He's dressed up in tin foil. He even had the cod piece you had, Chad. And I was like, it's yeah. obvious that he got it from that. Now, I think he was probably afraid to do the eye holes like you did, you know, where you with a pencil straight, yeah. <laughs> straight through the tinfoil in the face because he actually had like a cutout. You know, it looked more like a, uh, you know, knight in shining armor type thing. The dude was obviously, obviously ripped off. From, yeah, we do. We did uh, yeah. Italian Spider-Man. We only did like four movies. We did Italian yeah. Spider-Man, uh, Laser Blast, mm -hmm. Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park and black dynamite mm -hmm. wow that's those are four solid choices though <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun we dress up you know we dress up to get into you know what we characters were doing and everything stuff, yeah. into characters we had like it's a, it's a lot like what you guys are, are doing obviously i mean but when you look at it and you stand in the next years it's it looks like we filmed ours on a potato and we did 
We Pretty filmed much. it on a potato. Yeah. That's what you, we we whittled one with, <laughs> with a knife. It was that yeah. long ago, man. You're like 13 years ago. What's the tech back then? You're like potatoes. <laughs> it was potatoes. <laughs> <sighs> pretty pretty close but yeah we do the kind of like we have a kind of a themed thing and then we we show clips of us laughing at the video you know edited together of us laughing at different scenes and then we talk about it at the end but wow uh, that does sound familiar yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you guys, you guys, you guys have realized. cool stuff you have you have like actual well and we did we included a couple clips from the film like uh kiss meets the phantom of the park yeah we included a couple. I think even the chicken, you know, where he squeezes the pack of smokes out of the chicken uh, on Italian Spider-Man. It's a real classic. Oh, there's scene. a there. There's a handful of clips for the Italian Spider-Man one and yeah. Laser Blast. Yeah, and Laser Blast. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. we, yeah, we had that. But you guys are really good at it, man. You guys are really Thanks. good at I it. Thanks. I always and feel like we suck. <laughs> no, dude, it was awesome, better. man. I, I enjoy them. I just watched the one. I can't remember the name of the movie, but that, that, that heavy metal dude, Thor, was uh, in it. Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh man i when i first saw him when i was watching the the thing i was like that chick looks weird because i thought he i thought it was a woman i mean you know, he does have woman. giant memories that movie mm -hmm. uh, this i think was when he had a shirt on but his the way his hair was feathered and he had a ton of makeup on but he and, wears blouses in the movie too so yeah like, literally wears blouses but oh my gosh, man! Yeah, see, that's the kind of thing that Jeremiah and I would would rent and, and watch. And yeah, I'm looking. We haven't done one in like six months. We've got two filmed. We're hoping to get back. We actually want to start doing a weekly release because I'd like to see if we can monetize that. Yeah, you know, in like six months or so, something like that. Because yeah, uh, you you put a lot of uh, stuff in there. Um, so yeah, that would be cool. I noticed that. Yeah, you the old the newest one is yeah, it's like six, six months, months or something. something. Yeah. I, I figured it was because the Rona, you know, I mean, you guys it had, was. yeah, because yeah, yeah. the Rona, you know? yeah, and uh, yep. that's a, a big bummer, man. I mean, you got, but you took, at least one of you took precautions, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> at least one of you did. It was him. <laughs> it was him. You're like, I'm not taking any precautions. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what are you, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I heard, I heard beer kills it. So what's the problem? <laughs> yeah. Man. You should do oh. that, man. And I hope, I hope that that works out because, yeah. uh, um, that's the kind of thing I can see a lot of people, um, you know, looking forward to every week or whenever you do them. Well, we're, I hope so. I mean, if I could just basically break even with it, you know, if we could get, you know, have it pay for the movies and stuff and yeah. maybe some camera lenses or whatever, that'd be mm -hmm. great. I'd be happy with it. Cause it's, it's a ton of fun. We just get together, watch bad movies, you know, put yeah. the setup and just talk about it. Video editing takes forever, but. It's a good time. Right. It's a good excuse for us to get together. And there's and there's no shortage of bad movies. So, no, yeah. there is not. <laughs> you have to if you do that. You have to do mm. Deathbed, the bed that eats. Uh, it's just it's a must see for anyone who, you know, hates themselves. So, <laughs> have you done Where Rooster? No, I haven't. I haven't Dude, even heard of that one. That's an that's another level, Chad. That's pretty bad, but I don't know. I haven't seen the one you're talking about, man, about the bloodthirsty couch or whatever, man. I don't know about that thing. And so, or whatever the one you just said, you know, the yeah. man Death eating. Bed, the bed that eats. The bed yeah. that eats. What? Yeah. yeah. The, I haven't seen that, you know, but where Rooster Dude was painful enough, you know, that when, when Chad started watching, he didn't get very far and he's like, dude, I don't know what I just did. Like, I'm going to have to call Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, and I almost shut it off and said, we're not doing this. Yeah, he did. And I watched part of it. I got through probably about the same amount of time. And I'm like, why was Chad doing this to me? <laughs> like, what is this crap? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was us when we watched. Uh, 
Howling 7. That is the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so bad. Seven. <laughs> Number seven. Yeah. I've only ever seen Howling 1 and 7. I just jumped right to 7. And uh, there are no wow. werewolves in it. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's it's none? None. There's, well, at the very end, I think you see one in like a really terrible slow motion thing. And then it dies off screen. I mean, it's uh, it's a pile. <laughs> That's terrible. That's the the the, the uh, country singer, or whatever, or the yeah, like it's a ton of line dancing. Yeah, yeah. ton of line dancing. Full songs, <laughs> people walking around, eating chili. I mean, I, it's <laughs> I can't even describe it to people. I my it's mouth like was some... just hanging open the whole time I was watching it. <laughs> some guy with a little bit of money is just like, I'm gonna throw a barbecue and we're gonna film it and. Uh, Somebody grab a werewolf costume and we'll figure it out once you get here. <laughs> once yeah, we that's get there. literally what it looked like. I was, it must have been like a tax shelter for something. <laughs> let's get into our, uh, yeah. let's finish part one here and get into, so we, we're not up all night into, uh, into the mouth or the mouth in the mouth of madness. Yeah. In the mouth of madness. Yeah. In the mouth of madness. Yeah. <laughs>